Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, musical fans, and welcome to another reprise edition of Musicals Told Me Everything I Know. This month you will be getting one of these a week, but in the new year we will be bringing them to you once a fortnight, where each of our hosts will bring back an episode that might be topical in that week, or one that we just really liked and thought that some of our new listeners might appreciate without having to trawl through the archives. This week Miranda has picked for us Lighten the Piazza with Jonathan Hickey. Because of all of the great dating advice it gives to people when hunting for a husband in Italy. So listen in, take notes, and enjoy this reprise edition of The Light in the Piazza. another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. We're going to talk about musicals and what they teach us, the lessons we've learned, the things that we have garnered from Nothing. the garnish of the... Anyway, I'm Miranda Selwood and I have two co-hosts at the table with me. Zane C. Weber, trying to figure out what the garnish of a musical actually is. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it could be delicious. Is it the play out? No, maybe it's the overture. She likes an overture. I do like an overture. Hmm. Mm. Who do we have with us today? Mm. Well, sorry, I'm Julia Eisentrager. <laughs> Soz about it. There and with go. us today we have... Hey, I'm Jonathan Hickey. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Miranda. Do you prefer to be called Jonathan or Yes, full Jono? name, please. Jonathan Wesley Hickey. Just, uh, <laughs> you don't want to show at all times. No. Okay. Yeah, Jono's great. Jono's lovely. Really? Yeah. Oh, what do you think? What do you want to go with? To be determined. No, to be That's determined. Bad. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll try to out. Be um, we'll be back. He's all right. I'll, I'll vouch for him. We'll come back. John, Johnny, Jono, Jonathan has <laughs> mm-hmm. come to speak with us today about which show? The Light in the Piazza. The Light in oh. the Piazza. Yeah, that, oh, that's better. Yeah, that actually yeah. sounds like mm. Italian. Yeah, not racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that's a spicy like racist. That was, that was an incredible <laughs> act. Oh, I can't do Guys. it. Guys. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the slightly Italian mm-hmm. musical, The Light in the Piazza yeah, very uh, by Adam Guttel. Is he? Is Guttel? he? Yeah. Is he Italian? Is he Italian? He's not, actually. No, American. Mm. Um, I don't think he has any. Affiliation no, with this I don't one? think so. With Italy? I don't think so. <laughs> no? Careful, Miranda. Italia. Careful. <laughs> um, we're anyway, uh, we're not here to talk about Adam. We are here to talk about Jonathan. Oh. 
Are you ready? I, yes. Hit me up. Let's go. I asked <laughs> my mum all these questions. So you know you. My mom. <laughs> these are all my mum's answers. So. All your mum's answers. <laughs> yep. Okay, which musical character would your mum compare you to? Uh, Rapunzel's Prince in Into the Woods. Specifically Rapunzel's Specifically Prince. Specifically Rapunzel. Rapunzel. I haven't got what it takes to be Cinderella's. That's yeah. not you know, I haven't got the height Does on me. Does Rapunzel's Prince have like less to sing in Agony as well? Oh, no, no, the same amount. No, no. Same amount. He's also the not the wolf. So oh, that's unless, a good thing, Unless you're doing the version yeah. that has two wolves. Uh, I just think, you know, nearly get the, yeah, it's it fits me. <laughs> just occasionally blinded by yeah, thorns. Every now and then, I'm just a Disney prince. Yes, you that's know, just what try, I am. Trying to figure out how to get to the girl with that. obstacles. Obstacles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Like um, a huge tower. Which musical character would you like your mum to compare you to? Ooh. Uh, Oh, I don't That's know. a different question. What was that on the sheet? Um, okay, For other people. other people. Yeah. Any other people. Uh, okay, okay. Who do you want to be? Who are you on the inside that you want the world to know? Mm, who is inside mm. of you? Who is inside of me? <laughs> um, Frankie Valli. Oh, Aww. yeah. Yeah, Frankie Valli from J-Boys. From J-Boys. Big fan of the Jersey Boys and I'm a big fan of Frankie Valli. Yes. Yeah. How's the, the range for? Not the actual person in real life. How's the range for Frankie? Yeah, it's it's coming. It's Do you there. need like a, a swift kick or? Hmm? No. <laughs> it's there. Just a nice warm up. Just yeah. a good warm up. There we go. That's really Delight. good. Cherry. That's false. Baby. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. 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 No, no, we're not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> it's it's been um, so is that your dream role? Or do we no, have not my dream role. Dream my role? dream role would be George from Bridges of Madison County. Ooh. Have you, any of you seen it? I haven't seen no, it. Haven't Listen seen to it. the soundtrack? No. It, 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 was, it was off Broadway by the time we got there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the musical. Like, absolutely. absolutely. It, had a, mind, it actually. had a short yeah. run. It deserved Od- Oddly better. short. Yeah. And, you know, JRB oh. let people know yep. what he thought about its oddly short run. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we did have the pleasure of seeing JRB accept his Os- uh, Oscar. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he's in the Oscars now. His Tony Award, which was a non televised award. And boy, did he let people know about that too. <laughs> well, not um, oh, so that. Just... That was for orcas- orchestration. I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> for Bridges. Well, oh, the score's, yeah. In- yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It is. So that would be my, yeah, George would be. Yeah. yeah it's a great, great sing. Cool. Um, and Stephen Pasquale, who actually originated the role of Fabrizio in, uh, in uh, The Ladders of Piazza. He played, yeah. So he's a bit of an idol for me as well. Yeah. Oh, Stephen. He's incredible. This Left, yeah. Speaking of Stephen. Yeah. What's your favorite Sondheim show? Sondheim show? Yeah. Different Stephen. Um, probably Sunday in the Park with George. Good choice. Sunday. Yep. Solid choice. I'm obsessed with finishing in the, uh, the hat. That was like my go-to song. Mm. Did you listen to our episode about? No, I haven't. Shame. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to it. What a shame. Well, you know, you know, never too late. Well, <laughs> on that episode we told that great story about how finishing the hat wasn't in the show. Get out of here. It was the last thing to go into the show and uh, wow. <laughs> sometime played it to Mandy Patinkin. During in the, the lunch break. During the no break. bloody way. Yep, in like a... a Basement of basement a pub or a cafe no or something. They're all sweating. Mm-hmm. It was Dude, gross. He this? performed it. <laughs> he performed it that night. Where? where? Mandy Patinkin in the theatre. Yeah, performed it in the show. They were already in. Mm. They're in previews. Yep. Get out of here. <laughs> he heard it 
Well, you know, and that's Mandy. It. It's Mandy for you. Finishing the hat. Finishing the hat, yeah. Yep, yeah. he learned all those lyrics. There are a lot of One lyrics. Day. Oh, well, it's pretty repetitive. I think maybe he just you know, had them written on his hand. <laughs> he kind of just, uh, you figure yeah. it out after just a while. Just up the arm. Uh, a hand, hand, back a hand, back a hand, yeah. arm, arm. <laughs> but, um... It's how he learnt the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's quite a suit, so he might lose he's the back of the arm. He's also got a book. No, he's got a book with him. He's oh, there got, you he's go. He's got his book, so he'd have the lyrics yeah. there, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he probably like, just cheated, Yes, he looked for me. It's probably like, not a very impressive feat at all. <laughs> all right. He all cheated right. for sure. He definitely cheated. That's why he was like, calling right. you out, Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> We're calling you out, Mandy. <laughs> we know what we you know did. We know what you're up to, We did, Mandy. Wheel it back in, wheeling it back in, wheeling it back in. That's why you have the sketchbook every night. Hey, Jonathan, what's your go-to shower song? Weird. I was thinking about this. I think it's If I Loved You. If I love Yeah, and then I don't do the top notes because I'm like, no, nah, it's not going to happen this morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be it. That's a lovely song. It's very melodic. Yeah. Uh, and you can hum I, it. It would ring nicely in the shower. It rings. Yeah, you know, if it's, it's a good day. Yeah, it does ring yeah. nicely. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay, here we go. Mm. What's the next one? If you have to delete mm. one I musical. I have thought about this, yeah. From existence. Mm-hmm. Gone. Probably hairspray. <gasps> Big one. You yeah. can stop the beat, apparently. Yeah, probably hairspray. Wow. Is that controversial? I don't know. Well, we haven't had hairspray yet. Depends yeah, what why? Your can you give is. us a why? <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't a big fan. Okay. Just don't movie. like it. I still really like the music. Did you say you're not a fan of the movie? Is that what you just said? Why oh, no, I no, the movie's okay. I'm just like the it's music. It's got Zach Efron <laughs> in it. Are you oh, big fan no. of Zach Efron? <laughs> I feel like you two ladies are obsessed with Zac Efron. Like there's a lot of pieces of paper going around this table with Zac Efron on them, and I'm confused as to why that is. So can we explain? Can you explain yourselves? Uh, hey, look at this nude of Zac Efron. So can you please put your laptop away so it looks like Zac Efron? Okay. Gee, uh, PG, please. What's funny is that there is a um, picture of Zac Efron on my laptop. Um, so just never, just never connected with you. Never, never really connected huh. with hairspray. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's fair enough because I use. I just don't like the music as a great excuse for half the things I hate mm. musically. Yeah. So yeah. I'll hey, take it. All right. I'm not going to be hypocritical and say you can't say that. Okay. Well, I mean, that was only, yeah. That's all right. Oh, we'll, we'll forgive you. <laughs> okay, good. This once. I appreciate well, it. Yeah, everyone gets one. I mean, if I had to, there's a big have in the. Yeah, you if have you to. have to. You, you absolutely have to. Have like, you, know, to. You, honestly, you can't yeah. just say, like, oh, all musicals are good and yeah, they're like, plays. No. Like, yeah, no, we I'm, understand the music ones. We're going to be on the fence. Something always deserves to be deleted, really. I have a strong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it was strong. Good. Um, Lovely. Strong and wrong, but yeah, that's <laughs> right, okay. So we like that. <laughs> well, what, what would you delete? Oh, we've done it. I don't we've deleted what Just quick, snappy. I deleted I dele- Mary Poppins. Ooh. I deleted Rent. Yeah. What did I delete? I thought about Rent. Then I'm like, I really want to play Roger one day. Phantom? So I think it was Phantom. Play. I deleted Phantom. Hey. Yeah. I'd love to play Roger because it's got some great pieces. <clears> I really <throat> like. Okay. Me, me, that's the yeah, you like to whinge is what you're saying. Yeah, I like to whinge. I like to whinge at the end of that conversation. Like some of the first pieces right. I started looking well, at. Um, we now know everything there is to know Thank about uh, Jonathan Hickey, except really what it, his actually. preferred nickname is. Uh, that is still TBA. <clears throat> yeah, TBC. John with no H. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Ooh. Just John. Jazza? Oh, it doesn't have an H. Jazza? Oh, sorry, Jazza. No. Is that like the Australian diminutive? Never heard that before in my of life. Of Jonathan? No. No, 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 no. no. Jono is. Jizzo. No, no I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's, um, don't think so. Mm, I gotta, click that to. funky beat. 
right. Let's talk about the light in the piazza. Mm -hmm. It sounds sounds creepy when you say it like that. And romantic. I was going for romantic. I think I found. (laughs) Is this why I don't? Yeah, we'll chat later. I thought that was very romantic. I think you. Do you want to try it? (laughs) The light in the piazza. Oh, wow. Is that better? Better. What do you reckon, Zane? It wasn't. It was weak. It was weak. No, it wasn't. I didn't say that. All right. (laughs) Tell us about the show, Jonathan. All righty. So the first production was in Seattle in uh, 2003. And from what I recall, Kelly O'Hara played Clara and. Yas Queen. Yas Queen. She's a Marzen. Um, and Stephen Pasquale played Fabrizio. And so when it transferred over to Broadway, sadly, Stephen Pasquale couldn't do it because he signed a contract for a TV show. I'm not sure which TV show that is, but he was unavailable. So that's when they got Matthew Morrison in, which was (laughs) gut-wrenching. Gut-wrenching. Yeah, and then he stepped into the role of Fabrizio and they were on Broadway and um, I'd say it was very successful. They won, uh, Adam won the Tony for best score. Um, and orchestration. And orchestration, yeah. Very deserved. Um, and then in 2006, you had the US National Tour, which I have no idea how it went. So if you guys would like to pop in on there, anybody? It did. It, it's been critically it acclaimed. <laughs> pr- I'm hoping it went very well. Pretty much across the board, mm. critically acclaimed. Yep. Um, a lot for kind of betraying the expectations of being – uh, typical Broadway melodrama mm-hmm. and kind of actually keeping it a bit more human. Yeah. And obviously Gattel's, uh music has been praised yeah. a yeah, lot yeah. as well. Yeah. But that year at the Tonys was a big year. So he didn't – they did, didn't win Best Musical. Okay. Um, he won – What did win? Uh, well, he won Original Score, Leading Actress – Orchestration, scenic costume, and lighting design. Which, if you've seen any clips, it ha- it was filmed. If you've seen any clips, yeah, the yeah, sets yeah. are amazing in the in the sense of scale that they mm-hmm, have. Mm, yeah. Because you have only oh, a few people huge. on stage, and it just looks like everything is so big and does, far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but best uh, musical they, for two thousand and five was Spamalot. It was Spamalot, but Ooh, also Dirty Rotten wow. Scoundrels was that year okay. and 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh. So That's a mouthful. All <laughs> of them have stuck around. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're yeah. All I can see why in that mix, though, it did come away with the best score win. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. Yeah. The others are kind of simplistic when it comes Definitely. to. Yeah. Uh, musicals, for sure. So, yeah, uh, it has all, all the way around its tours – it's been kind of widely critically acclaimed. Yeah. Um, it only ran 500 performances on Broadway. Well, well yeah. 500 is is still pretty good. But, uh, <coughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's been it's, – it's relatively new mm-hmm. and but it has kind of flown under the radar. Again yeah, it has. Well, yeah, definitely. When they premiered it in Australia, like um, – Although it is an amazing show, it didn't really sell out as you'd expect because it isn't one of the main musicals like Wicked and whatnot. So it, well, I think it just no goes, one had it flies under heard the radar. No one had heard of it, yeah. Um, which is really sad because it is, I think, well, one of my personal favorites. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm. So. It is a very pretty musical. Like when very you're pretty. listening to it, oh, it's but very the story pretty. is also yeah. When you go delve delve deeper into it, um, yeah. Well, 
Yeah. yeah. What they say here mm-hmm. when they mention the Australian production is yeah. the cast consisted of members of the Australian company of Phantom of the Opera. Like, why would you, why is that necessary? Is it a direct pull? Do they just go, oi, yeah. oi, 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 pretty much. Come sing this first. Which, which pretty premiere? much. It was a when concert. Was that was a concert version. Yeah. 2008. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird if they just went, hey, that can we borrow you for a plug. sec? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Like, come here, just sing this. Okay, thanks. All right. Go back <laughs> well, to Phantom. It is a very lyrical, okay, lyrical piece, mm. yeah. And also, um, like, it's very, like, operatic. Very operatic. Um, mm. as, yeah. as well, um, all the way through. Uh, oh, yeah, um, the sister, uh, Richard's sister. Um, what's her name? I can't remember. Getting there. Yep. Um, no, Franca. Franca, yeah, her song. Uh, sister-in-law, si- yeah. The sister-in-law, yeah. It's Giuseppe's, Giuseppe's his brother. And Giuseppe's yep. brother, Giuseppe's wife, Franca. Franca, that song is such an, it's so chromatic um, and, yeah, such a hard piece, I'm, I'm assuming for any soprano or. Mm. And also so and- we, it, it, uh, it bears saying that some of the, the songs are actually in Italian. They are. They're yeah. Not, of yeah. Il mondo yeah. era vuoto, that's completely sung in Italian. There's no subtitles at all. So your audience really has, just has to go off the emotions. That <laughs> or be, but that's, that's, beef medley. Um, or beef medley. Or beef Italian. Isn't beef Italian than something else? Yeah. Um, it, but the, the music does a beautiful job of telling of course, the yeah. story. And again, that's the operatic either, either, tradition. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely comes. From I mean, that. it chucks in the the name Clara a fair bit, and you're like, oh yeah, he's just singing about mm-hmm. her. Oh, that's obviously chucking a few public trusts, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. You're good. They get, yeah, they get the gist. I can see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, in the uh, in Ayutami, the mama actually stops, and every, it, she says, "I don't speak Italian, but I I have to tell you what's going on." That's a really comedic moment in the in the show because <laughs> all the show is in Italian, and she's like. I, you know, I don't speak English, but hey, this is what's going on. A youth me means help me. And so it's a, yeah. She Delight. Just steps out, goes yeah. past the fourth wall yeah. and chats with the audience and it's incredible. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, so they do, yeah. So you've seen the show? I've, I've actually been in the show. <gasps> yeah. Shocking somehow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I did the Melbourne production um, with Lifelike Touring in 2016 at the Arts Centre, yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Famous. He's like famous. MTC famous. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's shall we shall well, we move on? Well, we could, but don't we want to let the famous person talk more? I don't know. I don't know how I've never been around fame before. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm gonna click the button now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Julie, tell us about the plot. Tell us what happens in the night in the piazza. The night in the piazza? The sure. light in okay. the piazza. Sorry. <laughs> it was just under the thing there. <laughs> same, same. Different yeah. first letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, act one. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. Act two. In the early morning of their first day in Florence, Margaret reads from her guidebook to Clara as the piazza around them is waking up. Oh, that's a fancy trick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
A breeze carries Clara's hat off her head and across the square where a young Italian man, Fabrizio, miraculously catches it. Okay, well, catching something isn't miraculous. Well, no, because no one else can catch it and so he just kind of reaches out and grabs it. Maybe he's just... Meet cute. (laughs) (laughs) Meet cute. Can we just lay some some foundation before we go in? She likes to draw things out, ladies and gentlemen. The story is set in the 1950s and revolves around Margaret, a wealthy southern woman, and her daughter Clara. Mm -hmm. Yes? Who take a trip. Who take a trip. So they're in Italy. Mm -hmm. Southerners in Italy, 1950s. Police proceed. My God. So Fabrizio <laughs> miraculous. <laughs> it sounds like cleaning detergent, Fabrizio. <laughs> All right. Let's, speaking of drawing things out. That's Miranda's fault by Miranda. <laughs> Miraculously catches it midair and returns it to her. The two are instantly smitten because Aww. it's a musical. Mm-hmm. But Margaret steers her daughter away from the encounter, bringing her next to the uh, gallery where she where sorry, where the reaching figures in the painting speak to Clara of her own yearnings. Fabrizio appears hoping to arrange a time to meet with Clara, but once again, Margaret intervenes. Mum doesn't. She's protective. She's Why not is she loving protective? of it. Well, no, we'll find out. It. Yeah. Is Clara like? Is the yearnings we speak of of Clara because it's like naked dudes and paintings? Is she like? Winky face. A little bit, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. She's well, hard up for some paintings. There. Michelangelo is there and she's admiring his right. ember. So she's hard up for paintings. Anyway, <laughs> alone. Statues. Well, she's, mostly. yeah, she's discovering, yeah. The Bless her socks. Yeah, she, Bless yeah. her cotton socks. <laughs> alone, Fabrizio sings in Italian his de- declaration of love at first sight, as they all do along with a heartfelt cry of fear that she could never love anyone as lost and without position as he. Oh, yeah, right. Fabrizio begs his father and his brother Giuseppe to help him dress more presentably for Clara. Giuseppe attempts to teach Fabrizio some dance steps as well. Cute. Yeah. Do you get any feels there? Because it's like dad's helping son. Uh, not particularly. Okay. Uh, it's not mother-son and yeah, that's why it's not. It's condescending in that. Yeah, it's he, it's he not kind no of like hope. it's not like a proud moment. It's like oh, I'm so proud of you. It's like let's. It's, it's almost like a montage. Let's like let's you. get you ready. Said, I don't think he's really okay. cared. It's so all this is where like impress women, and then comes this girl, and it's dad steps finally, in as queer eye for the straight guy. Kind mm, of gig. pretty much, yeah, great, right. yeah, precisely. And his brother Giuseppe. <laughs> Giuseppe, who's the main. Yeah, he's always been very yeah. At the Duomo, Fabrizio once again catches up with Margaret and Clara, and this time Fabrizio's father, Signor, word I can't say, Nacarelli, is able to. <laughs> Fabrizio. Jonathan just really likes rolling his eyes. No, yeah. it's the next sentence. <laughs> Signor is able to help penetrate Margaret's resistance to any further involvement. Mm. Mm. They all agree to meet at sunset to take a walk and admire the view of the city from above. Penetrate? Really? (laughs) Uh, It's good stuff. Great stuff. Margaret and Clara are invited to have tea at the Nacarelli home. Giuseppe's wife, Franca. Giuseppe's wife, Franca, takes Clara on a tour of the apartment and alone in a separate room, she warns Clara about how quickly love can stale in a marriage. Ouch. You're right, mum. Jeez. Well, that's sister. That's sister-in-law. That's sister-in-law, yeah. Uh, she's married to Giuseppe. Her, Giuseppe's a player. 
I get you. And so she's very. Though the fam are universally impressed with Clara, Margaret tries without success to share her deep reservations. When she looks in Fabrizio's eyes and sees the love there, she can't bring herself to disappoint him as much as she feels she must, for there is something about Clara that none of these people know. (gasps) Dun, dun. Oh, man, I really hope it's a teeny beanie. <laughs> no. It's not that kind of musical, surely. I know, and it upsets me. Anyway, Clara secretly makes plans to meet Fabrizio at midnight near the hotel. Guys, what's a good time to meet someone? Midnight. 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 What's yeah. a good Empire time State to go? State Building. <laughs> yeah. C- middle of Central Park. That's not a safe time to be in Central Park. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Margaret calls her husband, Roy, who is back in the States. She tries to tell him what's happening with Clara and Fabrizio, but he is brusque. Brusque? Brusque. Brusque. And not very understanding, cutting short the conversation. Margaret, alone in her hotel room, reflects on the loneliness in her marriage. She checks. Dads don't get it. Nah, dads don't get it, eh? She checks in Clara's room and finds that she is missing. (gasps) Because she's getting it on at midnight. Anyway. Trying to. Yeah, right. Planning. She's like, mmm, dem statues. She's on the way. On her way to meet Fabrizio, Clara becomes lost in the maze like streets of Florence. She loses all poise and control, becoming hysterical and screaming like a child. Her mother takes her back to the hotel. What, did you just hear her? Yeah. yeah. How does that happen? So, well, her goes, mother finds her missing and goes out missing, looking yeah. for oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's having a breakdown. Yeah. Her mother takes her back to the hotel and as Clara sleeps reveals the source of her disquiet. When Clara was a young girl, she was kicked in the head by a Shetland pony and the accident caused her mental and emotional ab- Cause her mental and emotional abilities to develop abnormally. Oh, it's not a teeny peeny, guys. No. no. It's a head no. injury. That's disappointing. <gasps> Margaret feels that she must take Clara away from Florence at once and she steps down into the lobby to have a drink. While she's away, Fabrizio comes to the room distraught. He cannot find the right words to express his feelings and Clara urges him to use any other means. Winky face! Read the there next you sentence. <sighs> So disappointing. Clara accepts Fabrizio's proposal of marriage. Damn it. And the two are embracing half undressed as Margaret walks in on them. Semi-winky face. Semi-winky face. And that's the end of the act, isn't it? Half wink. Yeah. 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 Act two. Two. So, well, at the end of act one, everything seems to be kind of going well. Apart from the fact that Fabrizio is just... Now become engaged to a woman well. that he doesn't know is yeah, mentally so that's, disabled. That's just the one secret that is kind of looming. Mm. I mean, it shouldn't matter. I mean, you fell in love with her instantly, so well, clearly close. you she's... fell in love with all of her. Well, she, how old is instantly. she? She's twenty four. Yeah, she, so twenty seven. Twenty seven. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my god, there's still hope. <laughs> so she's still. So she's a matured woman. You just need to get to Italy, Julie. I just need to get to Italy, guys. Look at some paintings, and then I'm going to find a man that'll love me. Lose your hat. You've got to lose your hat. I can lose my hat. Whoever catches it, you get to marry. Yes. That's how it works (gasps) in Italy. Wow. Yeah, that's it. It's going to happen. Is that what they mean when they say "throw your hat in the ring"? No. No. Throw your hat in the in the (laughs) on the ring in the. Throw your hat and get a ring. Yes. Do you want to come to Italy with me? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Pack your bags, guys. I can get us on a plane there. Let's do it. Margaret takes Clara to Rome to distract her and put an end to the affair. Back in Florence, 
the oh, word I can't Nacarelli. say. Thank you. Nacarelli household Nacarelli. is in complete chaos as the family despairs. Senor Nacarelli translates an aside. Sorry, Senora. My bad. It's mum. Fabrizio believes that he has ruined everything with Clara. His father attempts to comfort him, and Giuseppe and Franca desire finer details. So that's the bit that you're talking about before, where she basically says, "I don't speak English." But yeah, here's you, what's going on. Yeah, that's it. Because we're they're all speaking in Italian. Yeah, the number's crazy. Yeah, yeah. People are just singing all over the place. Aiutami, aiutami. It's very again very chromatic and it's fun, confusing, it's fun very fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harmony's ridiculous. Yeah, fun times had by all. Mm. No matter what Margaret tries, her daughter refuses to give her an inch, <laughs> accumulating into a painful confrontation wherein Margaret slaps Clara across the face. Probably don't hit her in the face, guys. She's got a little brain on her. Well, it's don't shake it about. It's healed now. Still don't shake it about. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I, there is a recording of this confrontation and then the song that mm. leads it because it is the titular song. Um, She's being a bit of a bit. Mm. She's <laughs> a bit of a bitchula. She's being a bit of a bitch a to her mother. Being she's a bit being of a brat. brat. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's just taking her, her mother's taking her away from the love of her life, taking her to Rome where she would, you know, she's about, to, she's about to get married and she's just ruining everything and she doesn't know why. Mum, stop ruining so everything. In her mind, she just thinks like she always, she wants to be grown up and have the normal yeah. things in life. And her mother's like, you can't have this, but why can't I have it? Well, I can't tell you, but. Let's go. Let's keep moving so on. So she doesn't know she's been no, kicked she does in the head? And so it's, it's it's a big secret. The, the so mum and dad have not well, the, She's, the kind she's of the got whole... a mentality of a 12-year-old, so yeah. she wouldn't really take it well. And it's kind of the whole conflict is her parents have kept this from yeah. the fact that she's different and she's not like normal girls. Keep reading and you'll yeah. find out well, what Well, that's exactly on. what happens. <laughs> uh, reading, folks, but then Margaret, uh, her mother relents. Um, to set aside her doubts and considerations and to no longer stand in the way of the wedding. So the two return to Florence. Clara is instructed in the Latin catechism in preparation for converting to Catholicism. Oh, bless a cotton socks. I can't believe she was Southern and not already Catholic. Probably Protestant, Baptist. Baptist. Anyway, while around her, everyone in the extended family sings of their feelings, stirred up by the immediate presence of such an intense young love. Gross, eh? Italian feeling. (laughs) Franca, in an attempt to arouse her husband's jealousy, kisses Fabrizio right on the mouth. (gasps) Right on the mouth. Ew! And... Clara witnesses it, breaking into a furious rant that ends with her throwing a drink on Franca. Uh, as Clara tried, breaks yeah, down. Yeah, she, <laughs> tried using water, but then it got in the orchestra, so we just cut all of <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> the violinist was not happy. <laughs> as Clara breaks down, Franca commands her for her bravery and declares her own desire to fight for Giuseppe. She toasts the upcoming union and is joined by the rest of the family. At the wedding rehearsal, Clara and Fabrizio are filling out the necessary forms when Signor Nacarelli sees something on Clara's form that causes him to call off the wedding. What? <gasps> and he takes all his fam bam away with him at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Clara wants to know what's wrong with her, but her mother says there is nothing at all wrong. With Clara sobbing and broken alone in one of the pews of the church, Margaret reveals her worst fears and her shame Wait, having the, fa- the father stops. Yeah, the father. Yeah, of course, the father yeah. stops. Obviously, Senor Nacarelli. Yes, yeah, Senor Nacarelli. Um, uh, her worst fears and her shame at Just having been the source mind, of I'm the like, daughter's what? lifelong Richard. suffering. She resolves to do whatever it takes to give Clara a chance for happiness. Oh, so awkward. So, Mum 
tries to reason with Senor Nacharelli, who saw Clara. Who saw Clara's? Oh, that's so sad. Well, tell everyone else yeah, because like, they haven't read it yet. I'm emoting, guys. Let me learn. Who saw Clara's childlike handwriting as she completed her marriage form? She could have just had a really bad handwriting. Yeah, she's guys. also. Is that it? Is that the reason? That's what she thinks the reason is. Of course. Yeah. Oh, I just spoiled that. Can you imagine if, up. like, just that day she was trying out a left hand instead of the right? Like, <laughs> you don't know. We don't so, know. So that's what, yeah. I mean, he would have probably seen what hand she was writing with. True. Anyway, <laughs> seemingly, <laughs> seemingly unconcerned with her immaturity or her handwriting, Signor Nacoli admits that he saw Clara write her age on the form as 26. <sighs> 26, not 27. Damn and it. that this makes her thought, yeah. an unsuitable bride for his son who is only 20. Damn, good. Italians. So Damn. mean. Okay. Maybe we yeah. won't go to Italy, Miranda. Oh. <sighs> Relieved that he has not discovered their secret, Margaret begs him to change his mind, but he will not. She invites him to take a walk with her and the two wander from one end of Florence to the other as the sl- sun slowly sets and the night comes on. Great. Anyway, mm. by giving him time to mull things over and by not pressuring him, Margaret succeeds in putting the wedding back on track. Senor Nacarelli says he will meet them Roda? at the church the following morning. She got it. She got it. She can be taught. <laughs> she can be taught. Nacarelli. Guys, I used to sing solely in Italian. Okay. Oh, She's just solely. <laughs> From the hotel room, Margaret calls Roy to tell him about the wedding. As might be predicted, he insists that Clara cannot handle the responsibilities of marriage. Guys, 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 handle the responsibilities. Mm-mm. Yeah, we know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we get it. It's sexual. Clara in her wedding dress stands in the shadows overhearing her mother's side of the conversation. Margaret says just because she isn't normal, Roy, doesn't mean she's consigned to the life of loneliness. She mustn't be made to accept less from life just because she isn't like you or me. Devo, Clara slips out of the hotel room and runs once more through Florence, meeting Fabrizio at the church in order to tell him that she cannot marry him. She won't allow herself to cause him any pain. Fabrizio assuages, 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 assuages. That too. All of her fears. Moments before the wedding, Clara tells Margaret that she can't leave her. I can't leave you, mummy. Margaret assures her that she can. Left alone, Margaret breaks open all the repressed doubts and yearnings that she carried for the years on end about love, realising that at last that the chance of love somehow outweighs the terrible risks. She joins the wedding ceremony. And this is Zane's songs about feelings Ah, between mothers and daughters. I knew there'd be one in there somewhere. What's the Italian word for the end? I only know the French one. Oh, so it's close. Very similar. In there. <laughs> All those European romantic languages. Hmm. So it is similar. it is a, a deceptively simple story about about feelings, basically. Mm-hmm. Boy and meets secrets. girl. Boy and girl get married. It's a lot of references. Eventually. To, uh, it's kind of um similar to La Boheme. <clears throat> in that um light in the piazza, the light, she shows um like Clara is his light. So, you know. Yeah, it's very similar like that. If you guys, yeah. yeah. 
All right. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah. wait till we go to Italy, Miranda. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. There's going to be so much light and just piazzas everywhere. Throwing mm-hmm. hats into the air. Hats. Oh, yeah. I know. We're like, oh, no, we lost our hat. Get the spare. <laughs> hey, hey, you, catch it's, it. It's, this is just going to be a game of you walking along, spotting a man that looks single and throwing <laughs> a hat at him. As I'm hard sorry. As if I could yeah. spot a man who looks single, old, I wouldn't be in old. the position I'm in, okay? Okay, well, just uh, spotting a man, just throwing no, a hat a man. at him. Throw a hat. See what happens. See what happens. Go from there. All if right. musical theatre has taught <laughs> us anything, anything, we'll cover this at the end of the episode. <laughs> yes, we will. Okay, but for now, uh, let's move on to a little chat about the music. So we're going to have a chat about the music and I think it's the music that makes this show really special. Pop. Mm. It makes it pop. Actually, it makes it the opposite of pop. Um, (laughs) Pop was something that was happening in musical theatre and particularly across Broadway at the time. And um, As you can see in the the Tony nominees that year. Yeah, yeah. Like 25th Annual and and Spamalot. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, uh, the other one. It's not Drowsy Chaperone. <laughs> it's the the guys and the con men in Europe. This is fun. <laughs> it's not fun for me. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Welcome to the Rotten Scoundrels. Yes, there we go. Uh, so. This score breaks from the 21st century tradition of pop music on Broadway and moves more into the territory of where it's described as neo-romantic classical music. Mm. It's very operatic. So, um, but with unexpected harmonic shifts and extended melodic structures, it is more heavily orchestrated than most Broadway shows. And many of the lyrics are in Italian or broken English as a lot of the characters are only fluent in Italian. So it's very different to everything else that was happening at the same time Mm. and very European and fantastical, and that um, it starts with an overture, which Miranda loves, and this is a lengthy overture. It's almost five minutes long, and the end of it blends, starts with a a bit of vocal work without words from Clara, Clara. which blends into the first song and first scene of the Mm -hmm. show. So that almost five-minute-long overture to me sounds like a a dramatic golden era movie soundtrack. It's such a lush orchestration. Yeah. The melodies are incredible. So So he's just really bringing all those leitmotifs in and you hear them all throughout the show. And it's, um, yeah, you do hear a lot of that music then throughout the rest of the show. But it doesn't feel like a pastiche overture of Mm. here's all the bits that we're going to hear later in the song. It feels like Because it doesn't have this like. How he collaborates and everything, yeah. Yeah, it all just blends through like it's one piece. It does, yeah. Um. The score is described as romantic and passionate with music and lyrics that reveal the feelings of all the characters in soaring melodies. I liked that description because I, <laughs> I, I feel like it has the same romance and, and theatricality that the music does. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So the orchestration, which we talked about, um, the orchestrations were by Ted Sperling and Adam Guitel did both words and music. Yeah. Yeah, and right, it is right. orchestrated for strings primarily, and yeah, some woodwinds. So there's no brass strings, and then he worked his way up. Yeah, that's right. So bunch of violins, cello, harp, bass, and guitar, mm-hmm. mandolin, 
mm-hmm. in there as well. And then we had some uh, classic woods, woodwinds, the clarinet, cor anglais, oboe, uh, bassoon, contrabassoon. So um, lots of the higher tone woodwinds mm-hmm. and then percussion but not drums. So there's no brass, there's no drums, there's no heavy mm, beat. No, there's nothing that all those pop shows really and rely that's on. that's where it loses me. More brass. More brass. <laughs> More brass. Well, <laughs> no, I, I do like woodwinds and, and those woodwinds are really used well. And three, uh, sorry, four of the five woodwinds are double reeds. Yeah. Too. So it's, Just to make it fun. It, well, it gives it a tone Ooh. that <laughs> is very chamber orchestra yeah, and... Yeah, classical feeling. So it begins with that very long overture, which goes straight into Statues and Stories, which is Margaret and Clara talking about life in Italy and their start of their holiday there. Great, great stuff. Sweet. Um, (laughs) Lovely harmonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Throughout. Throughout. That's a given. Uh, The Beauty Is by Clara. Feel free to... Because I don't, I don't oh, have yeah, a this lot. This is when she's in the art, the art gallery, and um, yep. I'm just trying to. Oh, no, yeah. The beauty is is something that we're going to hear again uh, later. Yep. So it's a bit of a recurring th- theme that gets passed from Clara to uh, Margaret in the second act. It's followed by the first of our Italian numbers, Il Mondo Era Verto. So yeah, so the beauty is when they've just so they've just had their first interaction, Clara and Fabrizio, and she's. First time she's ever experienced love and she's kind of discovering that. Ooh, this feels nice. This feels nice. And the beauty is when someone is realizing that someone's looking for you. Can, yeah. yeah. can see you. So, um, and then in Mondo, yeah, he's obviously just like realized the world is opening up and the lights are all turning on and everything's happening all at once because of Clara and she's made him see the light. Yes. In Italian. In Italian. In well, Italian. In Mondo so era vuoto, the, the world was empty. So not anymore. Not anymore. Now it is full of light. And you know what Clara means? Clarity. So it's like she's the clarity to his world. Oh. So it's all very yeah. That is sweet. It is very sweet. Um so this is the moment in a show when you might usually get a romantic duet. But because they don't speak the same language, they sing their two hey. songs separately. <laughs> yes. I think is a really interesting <laughs> wow. way to have approached that moment. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's followed by American Dancing, which is the teaching Fabrizio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Pas- Passaggiata. That one. The word looks longer and more complicated than that. Passaggiata. Passaggiata. Yeah. yeah, it does. Italians like to throw in lots of double digits. Yes. <laughs> they do, they just do. run all the vowels together. Two them threes together. in it. Chuck them all in. <laughs> just all the letters. And a couple um, of fives. That's Fabrizio and Clara. So this is when they do sing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's their first. They, sure. They've kind of first date. Their first date, yeah. Of, yeah. He's, he's got ready. She's reflecting on what she's doing and then well, they yeah, kind yeah. of meet. They meet in the middle. Yeah. Margaret yeah. allows her to go on a date with him. Thanks, Sweet Margaret. Like, yeah, Thanks, Ma. You can go. Sure. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. Uh, don't get married. Don't get um, <laughs> that might happen That's later. Sad. The joy you feel, Franca. Very depressing. Aww. <laughs> yeah. The, the joy you don't feel. The sound that way. The things I'm working yeah, out. Great, it's kind great of song. The joy you feel. Backhanded. Will end. Mm, exactly. It's really sad. In relationships. Lol. Oh. Oh, uh, no. Followed by Dividing Day. That's Margaret. Yeah, the realisation of when, you know, marriages. 
There's no love anymore. Yeah, this, really this comes after the phone call with After her the husband. phone call with Roy talking, you know. So Franco and Margaret basically two versions of the same feels. Uh, no, I think Margaret f- thinks that she's happy. Well, they were happy once upon yeah. a time. And, yeah, the marriage just dried up. Um, yeah. It also says, like, they were never really in love. Um, she just decided to go with him because that was. It made sense. It made sense. Yeah. And then she, when she sees uh, Clara and Fabrizio's love, she realises I never had this. Aww. So that's why she's so wanting for them to, you know. Work. Work, yeah. But at the same time, not. Um, hysteria, yeah. Clara and Margaret. So this is she's gone off into she gets the streets. Lost. Yeah, she and goes got to lost. Meet, meet up with him at midnight. And yep. Then, um, followed by Say It Somehow. This is the end of the first act, Clara and Fabrizio. Yeah, and this, in, this song this includes the proposal. Yeah, quite, yeah. And um, Clara actually proposes to him and he, he does. replies, he says, no, I was meant like, to no, do no, that. No, 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 I am the one <laughs> who's <laughs> supposed to ask. Yeah, yeah, it's very cute. It is. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. He's like, that's all right. Shit, girl. That's yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful moment. I really love that moment. Um, uh, and then that's the end Mm -hmm. of first act. We go into second act. There's an on track listed, but it's not on the recording. It's not, no. Mm. I'm blaming you for some reason. (laughs) We did, we did, we did. (laughs) Sorry guys. We did do it, we did do it in the show. Oh good. I mean, it does appear in the show, just not on the recording. It does appear in the show, Is it also five minutes long? Uh, I don't think so, no. No? Okay. No. Um, it's just a, a sort of mood breaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah bring us back into the bring world of Florence and Italian things. Um, into Hats. the Nacarelli family. Oh, the crazy one. Yultami, yeah. Yultami. Insane. He runs, yeah. Oh, yeah, crazy. Crazy? So this is the one with they're all talking over each other yeah, and all it's over. all in Italian. And the mother yeah, breaks. And the really mother breaks. Ducked up. It yeah. says, by the way, this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, um, that is followed point. by the... The titular, titular song, is, oh, The Light in the Piazza, yeah, which is, sung oh. by Clara. Oh, it's such a beautiful piece. It is a really pretty song. It's a really pretty song. This song uh, did the rounds when I was at uni. And it, the, the show yeah. must have been brand new at the time. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. I'm very old. The Light in the is, yeah, definitely the best, in my, oh, my favourite, one of my favourites. Yeah. Incredible. Kelly O'Hara singing it is absolutely divine. Kelly O'Hara singing it. Kelly O'Hara just yeah. makes me like this comes on in my car and I just listen to it. I'm, like, I've had so many moments when I just listen to the song and I'm walking and it's beautiful. It's a really inspiring song. I don't know. The the build up towards the end is just, yeah. And I will say I'll I'll link the scene, the YouTube, the scene and song mm. in, the, in the show notes. It is a great scene that leads into this song uh, between – Clara and Margaret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then yeah. everyone will have the opportunity yeah, to enjoy it. It's just post-slap. It's yep. followed by yeah, um, the beautifully titled Octet, but uh, also subtitled Clara's Tirade. Um, this is Things are starting to go wrong again. This is Full Company. And the only song listed as Full Company Yeah, So, so it's this not is, a big cast show. This is just being converted to Catholicism. Yeah. And um, – yeah, and then uh, what's Giuseppe comes in and Frank is like, where have you been? What are you doing? And then kisses Fabrizio mm. and Clara just loses it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. he's mine. Don't you do that. Get away. So is, 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 
it's not kind of like a, oh everything's going wrong. It's literally no, a problem it's literally that's just created and solved in the in the course of and because yeah. of her like yeah. mental capacity, she can't yes. deal with it. It's like you are mine, you're my possession. Like you love me only, so get away. And just a big freak out. That's when the family really first notices that something's up. Like, yeah, this, this isn't this isn't normal. Normal. If you were twenty, yeah, you wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, the beauty is reprise by Margaret. So picking up on the theme of mm. uh, Clara's song in the first mm-hmm. act, let's walk. Margaret taking really Signor nice Nacarelli really out for a, a stroll at yeah, sunset. Uh, followed by in in a more generic Broadway musical, mm-hmm. this would be like the the uh, Signora Nacarelli would not be in the picture, and Margaret and Signor Nacarelli would be having a romantic moment, I yes. think. But I'm I'm really glad that that's not present in this movie. That yeah, it's, well, it's just, about two families talking to each other. Yeah, and also um Signor Nacarelli, he's in he's very he's a tra- he's into um Margaret. Yes. He's yeah. he's, he likes Margaret because he's obviously a player as well. And that's where Giuseppe gets it from, his father. Yeah. So um yeah, all throughout the show there's like this cheating that's going on. And then you've got Clara Fabrizio's pure love, which is kind of just yeah. So they have, they have a kiss at the end of yeah they have a Stop kiss it. at the end of uh, let's walk. Do they? They, yeah. they do. Yeah, and that kind of informs informs her latest song. Okay. Yeah, because she feels that she's actually fallen in love with Signor Nacarelli. Oh no! Before that happens, love to me, Fabrizio um, singing presumably oh, to Clara oh, because they wouldn't be singing it to anybody. Oh, else. it's such a beautiful song. So beautiful. Um, and then Margaret ends out the act with Fable. Yeah, there's uh, no big rousing wedding scene number no, where they it, all it sing of, in Italian. What's a big, going on? The, the orchestra just has a big, big, big build. Well, she yeah. she lets she walks to the altar. She she hands her over to Fabrizio. She's yours now. At, yeah, at the end of the song. It's really so. intense. So it begs the question. I mean, Clara's got the titular song. Clara and uh, Fabrizio are the romantic leads, but ha- a lot of There's this also, story I mean, seems to be driven by Margaret. It's absolutely. She gets the final absolutely, say. Absolutely. She's, and she is the lead of the show. She is the lead of the show, yeah. of course. So Clara is supporting actress. Well, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. There you go, indeed. Yeah. Um. The critical response to the music was was very positive across the board. Um, lots of big, juicy words like gorgeous and um, musically sophisticated, musically sophisticated, uh, plush, enjoyable with genuine musical theatre sensibility, psychological um, complexity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Um, it does seem to be the music that elevates the story mm. from something that could have been quite sort of simple and, yeah. and trite. And trite, yeah. Mm. Uh, so um, Ben Brantley, who we've mentioned a, a bit, tends to pull shows apart um, in his New York Times reviews. I don't know why, but he keeps coming up in my searches <laughs> lately. Um <laughs> Deemed the show encouragingly ambitious. And, <laughs> and I'm going to stop reading there. <laughs> but he does say the production comes into its own with the sweetly bitter maternal regrets and dreams of Margaret Johnson. Um, 
He made further mention of the gorgeous autumn leaf strewn set and lush golden lighting and the delectable period Mm. costumes. Mm. So there's, you know, the feel of this show overall I think is aptly represented in that fullness and lushness Mm -hmm. of the orchestrations and the music. Anyway, have a listen and enjoy. Yes. It's a lovely sort of Sunday afternoon listen with a glass of bubbly, I think. It's, just, it's also like, uh, you know, you've got a lot of all musicals, there's a love, you know, but this is the language barrier, which I think makes mm. it even more enjoyable to watch. Mm. It's very cute when you try to interact with someone who doesn't speak your language. So you have to find other modes of communication. So that was, yeah, it's really, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a, Fling with a you know falling in love with someone <laughs> who doesn't speak your language. You, it could be very awkward, but if you manage to get past that, you know, like it's eyes fine. or you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just seeing them do it is is very very cute. Yeah, um, and they get deported. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't oh, happen. No. I refuse to believe it. Happen. Let's move on. Let, let's no, console no, 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 no. Julie. So who's going to tell us about all the people who have done Piazza? I'm not going to go through all of them, but I will go through some of them. Because to go through all of them would be ridiculous. Uh, well, there there are a lot of many? different different ones, but I'll just go through the, the the interesting ones. So we'll start with the original Broadway cl- the cast uh, with Victoria, Victoria Clark. I'm having real trouble with consonants tonight. Yeah. Victoria yeah. Clark. Victoria Clark is Margaret Johnson. Now, Victoria Clark... Um, is on a lot of soundtracks, but she uh, has been in Guys and Dolls, A Grand Night for Singing, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying as Smitty. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, she in t- she was one of the original cast members of Titanic, originating Alice Bean. I'm not sure who she is in Titanic, but she was Fraulein Cost in the 99 to 2000 Cabaret, and she was uh, Penelope Pennywise in You're in Town. She's just crushing it left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. and she, she won, won the Tony. She won the Tony for this show she as Margaret busy. Johnson. Yeah, she, well, she's got some stuff she's on. Been on Broadway. She's, she she works pretty constantly on Broadway. So good on her. Rude. More Victoria Clark. And I didn't really, I didn't realize that that person had gone through all those roles until this. So that's what I learned. Kelly O'Hara as Clara Johnson. Matthew Morrison. As Fabrizio Naccarelli. It's the Broadway cast. Yeah. This is the original Broadway cast, yeah. Cool. yeah. Did Matthew Morrison ring any bells? Yes. Glee. <laughs> yep, yeah, he was on Glee. Uh, and has <laughs> Wait, that can't be since. how I know him though because <clears throat> she didn't watch Glee. <laughs> uh, Michael Barres as Giuseppe. Uh, Sarah Unat Berry as Franca. Patty Cohenor as Signora Naccarelli. Uh, Beau Gravit as Roy Johnson. Um Mark Harrelick as Signor Naccarelli. It's funny that Signor Naccarelli is listed above Signor Naccarelli. Who knows? Uh, and Joseph Savaro as the priest. Uh, so that's the original Broadway cast. So if we go into the later, we have Aaron Lazar replacing uh replacing uh in the role of yeah, Fabrizio. He was fun fact, he was in um all of Wall Street as oh. Margot. You know when uh, Leo meets Margot? Yes. In the mansion? Uh, Margot's like boyfriend at the time in that show. That's him. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, good. He's, he's amazing. He's very, he's a very good, yeah. And so uh, Katie Rose Clark 
uh, came in as Clara Johnson. Uh, and in the pre-Broadway production in Seattle and Chicago, Chicago, oh, Kelly O'Hara played the role of Franca rather than wow. Clara. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Just and, for something different. Good. And, well, oh, Clara sure. was played by Celia Keenan-Bolger. Well, she's got the Italian accent now down in Bridges. so Yeah, and so Stephen Pasquale played Fabrizio uh, in the in the pre-Broadway uh, but couldn't play Broadway, as you yeah. said before. So if we go to the Australian concert version, had a one-night presentation at the Lyric Theatre Star City in Sydney on August 17, 2008. The cast consisted of members of the Australian company Phantom of the Opera with Jackie Reese as Margaret, Kathleen Moore as Clara, and James Pratt as Fabrizio. It was a one-night-only gig. Hey, guys, let's just on your night off. Was it, was it, it was a concert. One yeah. night concert yeah. version. It was a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it hasn't, it's done in like a national tour um, with Christine Andreas, Eleanor Shadow, uh, David Burnham. Uh, but, and it's gone to Japan and uh, done a few tours in the UK. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, those are the main, that's the main, main bits. So no, no West End either. No, no, not yet. No. So. Uh, Chris Sarandon played uh, replaced Mark Harlick as Senor Nacarelli, and Katie Rose Clark. Well, I've already already done that one. So yeah, so that's all. That's all the West End. Yeah, one day, one and day. It's sure, Australia, it's surely. please. Yeah, <laughs> good, done. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, do, do we also wanted to make a brief mention of the sets? Well, for the, did, that original production. Yeah, I, I did kind of touch on that mm, before. Did, yeah. It's kind of all I wanted oh. to say, but they are, if you if you watch the videos, because the Broadway production was filmed, so there are a lot of stuff, there is a lot of stuff on YouTube um, of that original set, and it is amazing how big they make that stage feel mm. um, because especially in that final scene just before mm. uh, Margaret sings Fable, there's a, a wrought iron fence across, Cross the stage yeah. with people behind it, kind of frozen, but and she stands basically center stage singing. But that just looks like a giant open square in Italy mm-hmm. at sunset, and it's amazing the size that they make, yes. like with forced perspective and whatever Ridiculous. that they've done with the stage. Cool, interesting. Yes. I like that they do it with space, not with. Shoving more stuff on there, yeah, it's without really having more like Florence's. Italian statues yeah. and fountains and piazzas, huge, yeah. big, you know, yeah. Fitzy and yeah, it is very. Big. Yeah. And I guess yeah. by having all that space, you can make people really focus on the personal mm, journey that, that's happening right yeah, front because you're center. not crowding them with mm. set and stuff. Okay, well, let's have a quick break, and then we're going to talk about our dream cast. So who do we want to see in the show? I'd love to see the original Stephen, personally. All right. That's boring, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a bit. I mean, we weren't going to say anything. Um, how's our, our general knowledge of great Italian musical theatre performers? I, I can't say that I have 
a vast knowledge of Italian musical theatre performers in my head. No. But like like you said, uh, or like Julie said before, like, you know, you can sing in Italian um, without <laughs> being Italian. Like Matthew Morrison, I don't believe is Italian. The one what, that I heard what? today, I don't know which version I heard today, it, like um, it was mm, it was some questionable accent on Italian. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. It was, It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was different. <laughs> now, we mentioned her last week, but I think I would like to see Carolyn O'Connor as Victoria, uh, as uh, as Margaret. Margaret. As Margaret. Margaret. Oh, she'd be incredible. I think because I think yep. she's kind of, she's having played Mama Rose in Gypsy, I think that qualifies her to kind of edge into that older Older role now, right? Even though she is still quite young, Carolyn O'Connor or Margaret? Carolyn O'Connor. Mm. Is she? she oh, she's in Carolyn O'Connor. Late forties. I would say late forties. Yeah, I think she's fine. She's still. She she could definitely play Margaret. I feel like yes, she'd be yeah. she'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she's age appropriate. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, I was really ex- sure I was that. expecting a little bit of pushback, but none there. No, so yeah. excellent. Well, I mean- <laughs> <laughs> And just so we don't forget, this week, uh, Giuseppe, Zach Efron. Giuseppe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do that. I was actually yeah. going to say probably not suitable for this musical. But what? Sure. what? <laughs> yeah, he absolutely is. Well, <laughs> I mean, he will have Thanks, to speak Brenda. in Italian, so if we're having trouble with Italian <laughs> accents. I'm sure he can do it. <laughs> he can do I'm anything. sure he can. He's a very talented man. He's a very talented man. Have you seen him in The Greatest Showman? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we can dance. So what about as Clara? Do we have any, um, any feelings there? Kind of. I'm pretty. Um, look. No, we don't no, seem I mean, to have I any feelings. Okay, Carolyn O'Connor is 56. Everyone, just is FYI, she? Yeah. she looks really good. Pretty good. She looks oh, yeah. about 56. <laughs> 56. Um, yes, that's amazing. Yeah. Like Australian performers? In PR- no, just any, anyone. in general. Yep, cool. Like you can put yourself um, as Fabrizio if you want. Well, I did, That'd be uh, cute. I played, where, where, well, I played Fabrizio. Well, but in your dream production, you can be Fabrizio. Okay, okay. that's lame. That's again, lame. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I, I put well, myself into no, the Fabrizio producers, was, so. What's up? It's a, <laughs> you did too. Yeah, it was a great yeah, role to play. <laughs> Who was your Clara? Uh, Genevieve Kingsford. Who she was just um, she starred in Brigadoon with the Brigadoon, um, Brigadoon. Uh, company, and now she's in Gentleman's Guide Ooh. to Love and Murder, oh, supporting best. actress with um, Mitchell Butel. But yeah, she's wonderful. She's Ooh. very, very, very talented. Mitchell Butel as as who? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, is he too Mitchell is he too old for Fabrizio? Um, oh, you know, get, um, what about the brother Giuseppe? No, he couldn't play either. Couldn't play. Look, Mitch, Mitch is, is he old enough for Senor? <laughs> you not play. Um, but no, he could, I don't know. Maybe he, he could needs play the to dad. be either older or younger. Is that <laughs> his problem? The, play the dad. To be fair, when Matthew dad. Morrison play played dad. Fabrizio, I believe Matthew Morrison was about forty. So what? Yeah. Um, wow. No, he wasn't. Twenty. <laughs> was he? No. Two thousand and five. Oh no, wouldn't be forty. Would have been thirty. Yeah. 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 Playing know. a twenty-year-old. Playing a twenty-year-old. Could be. Yeah, he could be. The dad, Signor Nacarelli. 
Yeah. Why not? Okay. Why not? Why not? Why not? Let's just do it. Got a bit of a European vibe. Why just put it in there? Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. <laughs> um, this one's a hard one for me. It is hard. I don't really know that many performers in general, if I'm being honest. So, But also it's, it's like overseas. a real legit thing. So yeah, you need really to have real singers in well, there. Honestly, Dreamcast would be Stephen Pasquale because I think his voice is absolutely incredible. So for me, yeah. and Kelly, you can't beat her. She's one of the Kelly best Ohara, on Broadway. Yeah. So like they really had it nailed the first time. That's my, they're my, well, Steve is my idol. So. That's it. Mm. No one else. Just hey. the, just the original Broadway. Aww. Yeah. Here just I was going to throw in Laura. In. Did someone throw in Laura before? Not even the original Broadway, the original uh, preview. The With Kelly as Franca. No, 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 not the tour. <laughs> the um, just the the first first run in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Without Matthew, we're not. He's not. <laughs> he's not on the Dreamcast. <laughs> he can stay in Glee. <laughs> Where are you putting? Were she? I don't know if someone put it in before, but were she younger for Clara Laura Benetti? Mm-hmm. Like back in the day. She loves me. She loves mm. me not. She's in that. She's in a, a TV show called The Detour. Ooh. She's Lots in. Lots of songs. She's in. Lock it no in. songs. Okay. Zay's accepting well, anything. if you guys can come up with any other ideas <laughs> mm-hmm. for uh, some slightly operatic-ish performers, possibly with an Italian background, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Drop us a um, comment on the Facebook or tweet us. Send us an email. Do it if you like. Uh, for now, let's talk top fives. We're going to put the show on some top five lists now and go. Top five Italian language musicals. Best way to pick up Italian men. Just men in general, throwing hats at them. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping that they will... You know, receive with some nice gesture. So to oh. start a conversation. Dating advice. Dating <laughs> advice. Do you think we could try it here in Australia? Let's give it a go sure. next Definitely. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Any type of clothing. set in Italy. <laughs> How many are there set in Italy? Oh, that's a good question. This I feel like there's a lot of operas set in Italy. It's added to the list. Um, yeah, I'd put this above all of those though. Wow. Because I can't name them right now. <laughs> Top well, five but love are we stories? calling operas musicals? They are not. That's I a big specifically call. said musicals. Oh, let it go. Big call over here on the other side of the I'm table. Go top five romantic uh, love stories. Oh, I know you, you got. You, you, yeah, I I think it's really? up there. I really do think it's up there. It is He's, just another. Uh, Zane has crossed his arms. You're going to have to defend that. Bro. And okay. his head is heavily <laughs> oh, tilted. Oh. It <laughs> is just another guy sees girl. No, but. Then they're in love gig. Yeah, but it's complicated. It is so Only complicated. after the fact. I, I will say I think a lot of the complications come from the family. So no, being the Margaret and Not and so much senior. the complications. It's the beauty of the love. Oh, yeah. The fact yeah. that she's so innocent and. Uh, uh, yeah, youthful and you know high on life, and yeah, you see, yeah. I, I, it is. It is kind of. It is one of the stories where the love, their love, is the lesson that everyone around them learns. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would let you put it on your list. I don't know if I would put it on <laughs> well, my list. Enjoy it on your own personal list. What would be on your list? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I need more time to think about like it. Romeo and Juliet. Well, Zane will get it. back to you. Obviously, The Phantom of the Opera. Obviously. The truest love story of them all. Wait, between oh, Christine and the, the Phantom Opera? or Christine and Raoul? Between, uh, between Let's, Phantom please, and Raoul, please, obviously. Please. Christine. Uh, what about between <laughs> Phantom and uh, Madame Jury? No. no. Wow. No. That's a hot love story. No. Phantom of the Opera would be your pick? No. No, 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 no. It's obviously Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, stop it. Oh, yes. no, I think Everyone I, knows Oklahoma is the greatest love story Piazza of is up Piazza, Piazza is on the list. I don't know how far up it is. Probably not that Piazza far Piazza is up. definitely not on that I'm list. I'm sorry. How about, oh, respect, how respect. about top five mother characters? Yeah. Okay. Mothers. I'll give it that one. But, yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you. It's a, that's a, again. Issues. That's a, it's a tough list, but it, it, I where think the it's mother is well intentioned, or like, can we go for like misintentioned mothers as well? No, just mothers. Okay, well <laughs> then no, mothers. just mothers, just mothers. You know, <laughs> no. Uh, any more? Any more? Um. Oh. Top five modern classical scores? Maybe. Maybe. If that's a thing, then yeah. yeah I'll well, pay who, it. Who's you really competing with? Apart from Andrew Lloyd Webber. Sondheim and Webber. Don't. Yeah, but Webber's <laughs> come up with, you know, we're talking like recent. Yeah, I think it's. I think one of the score is the oh, score definitely. When was she is last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a revival that we oh, see now. So. Right. All right. A while ago. Yeah, no, that's probably it then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good. Cool. Hey. We want to throw any more in there. Now's the time. Now's the time. Last call. Last call on top fives for light in the piazza. (laughs) Click. So what lessons have we learned from this show from light in the piazza? If you want to marry the night an Italian, in the, <laughs> the night in the piazza is not the title of Plot this show. Twist. That's what I learned. <laughs> the night in the light in the piazza. Mm. The light, the night light, the night light. <laughs> that throwing your hat. The night's night light in the piazza. Okay, focus, right, stop. Throwing focus. your hat. Stop. At eligible men. Yeah, could get you a date. Yeah, gonna do I, it. Could get you married. Could get you married. Okay, gonna. Uh-huh. Particularly do Italian it. men. I have a wardrobe of hats. I'm willing Italian to throw away. Men. Yeah. I'm going to buy hats just to throw them away. (laughs) Do you think the type of hat matters? I think so. So not like a marry me cat. Go for Dora. Like a light coloured broad brim Mm, with a ribbon around it. Just look at the light in the piazza actual, like the the cover. Yeah. I don't think you can be wearing a Make America Great Again hat (laughs) and expect anything good. Something that flows in the wind. Like a straw hat with ribbons ribbons, according to the pink I have a straw hat with ribbons. Well, you know what we're doing this weekend. Going to Italy (laughs) with straw hats. hats. That's all right. I'll book it tomorrow. We'll get it done. Okay, great. great. Uh, What else did we learn? What did we learn? Seeing the light and everything. The beauty of the world. Boo, beauty of the world, eh? gross. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was walking my dog the other day. It was sunset. The trees were glistening. It was divine. Oh, and you had a dog. Yeah. Life's uh, good you know, dog. Uh, it was great. The, everything around you was beautiful. Sometimes. I think so similar to uh, a little night music, uh, there's, there's old people reflecting on the lessons that young people are learning mm-hmm. and applying them to their lives and their experiences. Mm-hmm. Never think, too late. I think Margaret's. Margaret's arc is very similar in, mm. the, in that way that she kind of 
learns to appreciate what she had or didn't have and what she wants in her future because of what Clara's getting now. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, never too late to learn stuff. The old learning from the young. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. It's nice, isn't it? And it's also different. There, there is a, oh, there's also a point where you have to let, let people go. live their own lives. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Yeah. For the best. I think um, Margaret certainly learns that lesson during the show, so I hope it's something that hmm. you know, she sings the about it like can three times. She sings about it a lot of yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, she does. She comes back. Just keeps oh, on sure. harping on. Come on, Margaret. We get the idea. Something that isn't. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Don't harp about it anymore. Speaking Some... of the harp, I, I think that the the orchestration of this show proves that oh, uh, something with a different musical voice can really work and cut through. And on, as much as you yeah. love brass, you don't always need You don't brass. always need it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need you to keep just, like yeah. taking just add a half. turning them into musicals. We can, you know, the classic story, the novella is beautiful. You yeah. Read it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Delightful. That's cool. <laughs> Julie, oh, did cool. you learn anything? Nah. Oh. Lovely. Love's for losers. No, love <laughs> uh, is for you're not wrong. About the production the itself, I I think that like a, a big production can be based on a very small, simple personal story. because mm-hmm. uh, at the heart of it there is maybe four characters, like main characters in this musical, and it is all about how they're interacting and how they're feeling about each other and external forces acting on like family bonds. Mm, yeah. So and and the production was very big, yeah, uh, musically and set wise, and Ooh. running on Broadway for however many hundreds shows. of uh, yeah performances. Of performances. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so is that when just that's it? We're done. Wow, we're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, I think All so. Right. The beauty is the light in the piazza. Oh. Okay, well, we are about to say our goodbyes because we've talked about all of the things that we could talk about. Um, but there is one thing I'd like you to help us with, mm-hmm. Jonathan, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Um, as a professional performer, um, I need right, to ask down. you calm down. Um, to volunteer your time now because we can't pay you for it. Uh, to... We've got carrots here. I'll happily take them. Do, uh, you, do you know the song Happy Birthday? Si. Certo, sì. in italiano. Can you see it in Italian? Tanti auguri a te, tanti auguri a te, sì. Aww. Or happy birthday, whichever one you'd like. How Italian version. A little of both. Okay, sure. For our <laughs> friend, Julie Eisentrack. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy birthday, birthday. Julie. Woo. Woo. Yeah, yeah. She's on her phone right now. Well, she's just <laughs> receiving all those birthday all those texts. Birthday and messages. texes. Yeah. Yeah. That's time. what it is. <gasps> How many are you? Can you say? Mm-hmm. I sure can. 28. <gasps> no way. Yes. I way. thought you were like 24. Well, you know what? You are notoriously bad at ages. Because <laughs> you did think bad. Carolyn O'Connor was 40. So I honestly did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, also happy birthday to Caroline O'Connor, who happy just birthday, Caroline turned O'Connor. 40 again. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're welcome. 
<laughs> well, thank you very much for coming in, Jonathan. Oh, no, thank you so much for having Talking me. Talking with awesome. us. Yeah, it was really um, nice. I hope we get to see you in lots of stuff oh, maybe. soon Hopefully. around. I don't know. So you are doing a show. I'm doing a school tour, a regional tour? tour with Upper Queensland and Shake and Stir, um, Hansel and Gretel. And we're adapting that for a, like an, an hour-long kids show. At a Robley. Oh, cool. Yeah, we tour all so over. So if you're in a regional school, lucky you. Van Isa, Cairns, all over. So hopefully, yeah, we'll be coming to a school People are just moving you. left, right and centre right now. <laughs> I need to go back to school in Mount Isa. Yeah. In That's, the next- <laughs> that is commitment. That is commitment. Yeah. It's a good that time. Is. They've got a great cinema yeah, up in old Mount Isa. Oh, yeah. good. A mine oh. as well, very big mine. KFC oh. is a good time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cinema, mine, Cinema. KFC is checking all the boxes. Bars, bars, um, me bars. Me and my hats are moving to Mount Isa. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you have a great time in thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, the Isa. <laughs> and Cairns, you know, Great Barrier Reef. All other, the regions. Other spots, not just Mount Isa. Okay. All right, we got it. We believe you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thousands like, wouldn't. Thank you, Julie. Have fun in Brisbane, guys. Thank you, Miranda. Thank you for coming in on your birthday. Oh, you're welcome. It's not really your birthday when we're recording, but it will be by it's the really time not. everyone's listening. So mm. I thought so that was a nice So if you see Julie... In the next, I don't know, year or so, just sing a happy birthday. <laughs> she in Italian. It. I yeah. want it in Italian. In Italian. Italian. Put some effort you in. happy birthday to her? Yeah. Are you going to join in? Oh, I don't know it in Italian. You have to make up the words in okay. Italian. <laughs> it's, just, it's just tanti auguri. Tanti auguri. A te. A te. Yeah. Tanti auguri a te. Tanti auguri a te. Tanti auguri a Giulia. Perché in italiano? Tanti auguri a te. Yeah! That was fun. That's the first time I heard it sung in Italian to me. There you go. Won't be the last. Won't be the last. You go to Italy and catch yourself. A bachelor. Yeah. yeah. With the hat. Many more. Uh, thank you for the song, Jonathan. Anytime. Anytime. My name is Miranda Selwood. I've been your host this evening along with... Zancy Weber. Julie Eisentrager. The older and wiser Julie Eisentrager. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Um, we love to have you give us comments and likes and stuff on Facebook. So find us there. Also on Twitter, you can email us at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to chuck us a couple of bucks a month for some extra content, patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. Uh, we do extra episodes, including some great top five lists and oh, stuff so for you there. Um, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or whatever podcaster you like to use. And don't forget to tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about so thank you very much audience for listening and we hope that you have a great weekend bye bye Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.